Welcome to the Mike Hartman Show. Mike is a performance coach and former Stanley Cup champion with the New York Rangers. Topics on this show are focused around stories, mindset, and champions. Mike will also go into details about helping you with your pain points and struggles and finding motivational solutions on how to have the mindset of a champion. Now, here's your host, Mike Hartman. Welcome to another episode. This episode is so special to me because it's so special because I have my mother with me. Mom, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. This is called giving back. And we hear people that that talk about their parents or their mom, but I am probably one of the most appreciative sons that could be on the planet. I was one lucky person. I mean, my mother stood by my side forever. She's always been there for me. Uh, she did it uh, with, with everything I did, not just sports, but everything in my life. So I thought by starting out this uh, series called Giving Back, uh, I, I'm happy to have you uh, with us, Mom. Well, thank you. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about Grandma. We'll start with, we'll start with Grandma because talk about giving back. I mean, there's somebody that worked on her feet as a waitress. We grew up in Oak Park, Michigan, middle class area. All she did was give back, especially for, for, for the holidays and, and holiday gifts and, and everything she did. She'd work at the, the restaurant all day long, and Grandpa would would do the same thing. I mean, is, it, is that, I mean, we miss her so much. Share a little bit about Grandma. Oh, she was wonderful. She was my best friend. I could tell her anything, and she would tell me the truth. She was very honest, very caring, and she was crazy about my children. Well, do you remember what she did with the basketball player, Dennis um, Rodman? She took a picture. We we're at the Hall of Fame in, I think it was in a, a West Bloomfield, no, Southfield, Michigan. And she stood next to him, and he was tall, really tall. And no. she's she short. She was only four foot eight or nine. And but she definitely wanted to be there in the picture. Well, not only that picture, but back then. But I remember Dennis walked into the restaurant, and Dennis expected to be waited on, and and and, and Grandma had a uh, rapport with everybody. And Dennis said, here, excuse me, come on over here, uh, Yetta, and I'm going to order. And she goes, you're not going to order. I'm not going to. We don't swear in our podcast. You're not going to order blank. And you're going to wait, Dennis, like everybody else. I don't care if you guys won the championship here or not. You're going to wait. And that was great. He just laughed. Uh, and, and that's how Grandma was. Yeah, she was great. Now we talk a little bit about Grandpa. And We'll talk a little bit about sports. He 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 didn't like anything with Detroit. He didn't like the Detroit Tigers. He didn't like no. the Detroit Red Wings. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us he why. Well, he was born in New York, and all his favorite teams was the New York Rangers, the um, baseball team, uh, Yankees, Dodgers, Yankees, Brooklyn right, Dodgers. Yeah. The Yankees. No, the Yankees. And a lot of times I'd come over and he loved sitting on the back porch with the TV watching the Yankee game. But um, it was his favorite and hockey, too. Yeah. And and it's so sad. And, and, and I know you believe in psychics and I never did up until probably the last five or six years. And I have my own story for that. But you love psychics. I mean, that's something that you've always done. 
Well, what really happened was I was working in a beauty salon and the girls were going to a psychic and I'd never been to one in my life. And this psychic was in Windsor, Ontario, which is very close to Michigan, where we were. And we went to his house and he told us things that are going to happen. Of course, I didn't believe at the time, but whatever he said came true. In fact, he worked for the Windsor Police Station finding missing children. And I had several different times I met with him and I couldn't believe, believe he's the only one. It was like, how did he know these things going to happen? And they did. Well, well, this leads me into Grandpa because uh, he kept saying, I don't know if he understood, he kept saying, <clears throat> so, uh, Michael, when are you going to maybe play for uh, for the New York Rangers? Or I, And I said, Grandpa, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. I, I, I play for, for the Buffalo Sabres, and I'm, I'm really happy there. And I kid you not, uh, a few years later, uh, Neil Smith, who is one of my all-time favorite people, uh, was with uh, he's was with the New York Rangers, and Neil said to me, uh, "I was in Buffalo." He says, "Maybe uh, our paths will cross one day." And what happened was the night that Grandpa passed away, I had a fight in Madison Square Garden. So Tampa Bay was playing New York, and I flew out after the game to the funeral. It was uh, it was devastating. It was tough. I wasn't able to say goodbye. And then shortly after that, that year, he passes away. I get traded to the New York Rangers. That's when I started believing in everything you were saying with the psychic stuff, because I was never really one to believe. Yeah, I could tell you a story that happened as far as that goes. The psychic told me I would get a signal that my father was there. And so one night I couldn't get the game on my TV. So we used to go to a sports bar and watch a game. And when I came home, I was alone and I said, oh, I wish I wish my dad was here just to see Mike. All of a sudden, the TV, you were on the ice and it started jumping like crazy. I said, this can't be something's wrong with my TV. But no, when the next group of guys went on the ice, the TV was fine. And then again, it happened only when you were on the ice. So I guess that was my signal. Yeah, it's so I so I have to believe in it. And then I, I have to share a story and, and people could sit back. You could ask my girlfriend, Cheryl. Uh, I can't exaggerate this, but there was two times a year uh, he didn't want me to play. We didn't grow up religious, but he says, please take off two times. I said, Grandpa, I, I'm, I'm not a superstar. I can't take off for Yom Kippur or Rosh Hashanah. He says, well, you know, you, you should. And, and I never did. I, I never, I never did. I couldn't. I mean, being a career fourth line in the NHL, you're 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 fighting to get in, in, into the lineup every night. That's not going to happen. So later on, I decide to end my career. I've had enough uh, after Hershey. You know, after I got hurt really bad and had the stomach surgeries with Colorado, I it was time to quit and come and be a player coach in the minors here in Charlotte. And that's not why we moved here. And. Grandpa said, I want you to look up this family, Laxer. They're from Montreal. And I say, okay, I look him up. He's a hockey fan. He happens to be an orthopedic surgeon. His uh, his uh, wife is a dentist, Judy. And I, and I knew them. I wasn't that close with him, but we'd talk hockey once in a while. Well, what happens five years ago? I'm, I'm in the car. I mean, this is Charlotte's a big place. I'm in the car. 
It's uh, Yom Kippur. I'm driving to go let the dogs out at Cheryl's place. We were, uh, she was living in her place. I had my place here and I had a terrible accident. And look, guess who pulls me out of the car? Eric Laxer. He was walking home from, uh, you know, uh, from the holiday that day. And he pulled me out, called Cheryl, says, hey, this is Eric Laxer. Now, come on. Anybody in Charlotte could have pulled me out of the car. The ambulance wasn't there yet. Thank God I'm okay. Everything, you know, I'm fine now. There's, you know, but it, it, it was a bad crash. Ended up going to the hospital. My son met me there. But besides that, a laxer pulled me out. So I'm starting to really believe this, Mom. I mean, you, you have me as a believer with, with some of this stuff now. Well, sometimes the psychic would tell you positive things that will happen. And he also told you not so happy things that would happen. Unfortunately, the unhappy things were told to me. I, I, he also had said that my father only had five months to live. And that's about how long it was till he passed away. Um, you don't want to hear those things, but they tell you good and bad. Yeah, and we can't forget, I mean, we had a, a very close-knit family. Uh, you know, your brother, uh, both of them were great. Uncle Sheldon was great, but Sherman used to, he worked at the post office. Uh, we'd go down and he would say, he'd tell me after school, we're going to go to Tiger Stadium, watch a, a Tiger baseball game, or he would take me to uh, Joe Louis Arena, or back then, sorry, it was Olympia, then Joe Louis. And he would say, hey, we're going to the hockey game, but we, we're not going to go in yet. We're going to have to scalp tickets cheap. And, uh, and, and, and boy, was he amazing. So, Mom, you're, you're just, uh, you know, I think we're very fortunate. Um, we have uh, good people in our life. And uh, I am probably the most fortunate in the world to be with you. I'm sorry I can't be with you more in Florida, but we do what we can do. No, I love you. I mean, yeah. even when you come here, you always seem to surprise me. And the kids knew you were going to come, and I didn't know. It's so great to see you whenever I can. Well, you know, everybody hears it's like when you look at Facebook, everybody has, oh, look at this. This person's doing great. This person, you know, oh, wow, everything looks great. You know, when, you, when you're visually looking at the, <laughs> you're looking at your computer or your phone and say, boy, everybody has such a perfect life in Facebook. But, you know, in, in all reality, we don't. And I don't have a problem. Uh, remember, we can't use bad language. But if you want to share a crazy story about me, something, maybe something stupid I did, let's conclude with something that's going to maybe make people laugh. Cause it can't always be, listen, I, I wasn't the, the, the easiest kid uh, growing up. So yeah. I know that. There was a time you wanted to skip school. And I said, why are you not going to school today? And you said, well, Bobby Orr is going to be at the Oak Park ice arena and I am definitely going to see him. And you went and you went, and I think they took a picture of you. You were in the newspaper. I mean, I wasn't even aware of why you were skipping school until it happened. Well, well, that type of thing, I mean, yes, I, and that was funny. I was in the paper, and uh, I didn't even get in trouble for that one. But that I, there were times where I, I remember, and people probably think, no, I was not a deviant, but I wasn't afraid to stand up for myself. I had two fights in school, uh, one that was uh, was really bad. And the other one after school, we were, I think I was fighting some kid. I can't remember even remember his name. I was fighting him on top of uh, 
your Grand Prix in the car and you're breaking up the fight. <laughs> like, so we, I guess up until probably sixth or seventh grade, uh, I, I wasn't, uh, I don't think I was a bad kid, but I probably wasn't the easiest kid. I have to have people know the the real truth. Uh, to no, things. you were a hyper kid, let's put it that way. And, and you were always doing something. You couldn't sit still for a minute. And so, um, yeah, you had to do things. That's why you got into sports. And it kept you busy. Yeah. Well, well now I'm accused of uh, of being too laid back. I don't know what happened. Um, uh, who knows? But uh, but anyways, mom, you know, this is like a little, uh, you know, just kicking this off for for the Mother's Day. And I just uh, there, there's I, I really wanted to to have you on. We hear we tell a lot of stories and we do stories, the mindset and champions and. I just, uh, I love you with all my heart, and uh, I, I knew you would be good. You're a good interviewer. I could, let's say, one of the best. Here. And uh, anything else? Anything else you have to say? As I'm sitting here in this room, I'm looking at a picture that you gave me from Mother's Day. Um, you were sent down from Buffalo, and what was the city you were in? And you saw in Rochester. Buffalo. Right, Rochester. And you saw an artist in the mall. And you had a picture of the three of you and me. <laughs> and I, and you thought that would be a great Mother's Day gift. Well, it really was. And I have it hanging up right in front of me. I'm looking at it right now. Wow. And I keep all your memorable things. I have all your trophies and I have all your everything saved, all the pictures, all the articles. And it, as a matter of fact, going to my garage, <laughs> I have newspaper articles of you when you were in Sweden. You were only 12 years old. And yeah. you had a big tournament then, and that was quite an experience. We were there. And in fact, you were supposed to visit the Queen because your team came in first place, but two boys were going back to the United States. And oh, I could tell you stories about that trip, but we don't have time to go into that. Yeah, I remember you <laughs> fell. Did you fall on the ice? Oh my God, yes. They said there was a boy injured from the United States. And we were the only parents there that represented the United States. So, and it was 50 degrees below zero. You played in the month of January. And I ran outside. I slipped on ice, I swear, it's the first time I actually saw stars. And all these people were surrounding me. And I finally got up and I heard they said the boy was okay. I don't remember which one was hurt, but he was okay. Wow. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> well, that's going back a long time. That's, I mean, that's going back a long, As long a time. As a matter of fact, you did get the MVP of that tournament. Oh, uh, but yeah, we're not, you know, people don't want to hear they that. They gave you, they gave yeah. you a, a fish, a, a blown glass fish and a stainless steel knife. I guess that's what they're known for in Sweden. But it was wow. quite an experience. Yeah, it was going back and, and we were just playing a hockey with the Berkeley Shamrocks and, and we went to Sweden. It was uh, it sure was a lot of fun. Well, listen, happy Mother's Day. I Thank love you. you. I and, love uh, you and I it, miss you. I miss you, too. And we're going to see you when, when, when the world gets normal again and uh, we can get to Florida. Uh, it's a, it's definitely going to happen. So Good. love you, Mom. Have love a great day. OK, you too. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Mike Hartman Show. 
If you're enjoying what you've heard so far, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. We'll catch you in the next episode of The Mike Hartman Show.